1: Dude, how are you doing?
2: Man, I'm doing fantastic. How about you? It's, I, been a, it's been a good week.
1: I can't complain.
2: Dude, I, so I got some news. Good news. And oh. news. Oh. We're going to have to move the location for Off the Deep End. Oh. Yeah.
1: So you're going to be Memphis-bound?
2: I'm Memphis-bound, dude. Soon. Coming soon. My house is about to go on the market, by the way. Yeah. In case you know you were... Looking. Looking. Over there in Columbus. Well, congrats, man. This yeah, is, dude, she got uh, the job with FedEx. She starts on uh, May 3rd. Wow. Yeah, dude, doubled doubled her income in one job move.
1: That's awesome. Congrats dude. to Bree.
2: I'm like, What? Maybe I don't have to work as hard anymore.
1: <laughs> it's uh you know, we talked about that a lot,
2: yeah, um,
1: and I'm sad, but at the same time dude i'm I'm happy.
2: well, I mean, dude, we've been looking for places in like South Haven, and we've even found some reasonable in Memphis, and we're just trying to you know to find a decent area. To be in, you know, because Memphis is known for its rough neighborhoods. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, but I mean that was back in the nineties, really. When we looking at it, well, no, I, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say. Well, that. Well, I wouldn't say that, but it was. It's it's only as rough as you make it. I think. I think if you're out looking for the rough, you'll see the rough.
1: Well, I mean, this is the thing to me is. um, you know, my grandmother, uh, she's passed now, but. And granted, I did go to the murder of Capital of the World one weekend. I went to San Salvador, El Salvador, but.
2: Hell yeah, dude. I transported some guys from El Salvador back in the day. They were rough. They were the cats.
1: Uh, yes. And like where we stayed, okay, so um, it was a mission trip. It was a weekend mission trip. Uh, the church I was attending at the time. I was a part of the band, and we had a daughter church in uh, the capital there, and they wanted to uh, know more about contemporary Christian music. And so the church decided, well, if you want contemporary Christian music, yeah, we'll fly our band down there, and they'll show you. <laughs> and so we did. And um, I had a great time. And like the place that we stayed that used to be a brothel, kinda of turned into a hotel.
2: Yeah. So it's and, like one one big room. Well or no, one big house in bedrooms.
1: No. Uh okay, so this this is a bit of a different definition than maybe brothel isn't the best term, but um it was set up like a hotel. Okay. But it used to be where you would go, uh, to get a prostitute, which would be brothel style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and I remember my grandmother freaking out. I mean, every time like Honduras or
2: oh yeah, anywhere, Guatemala
1: eh? or uh, Chile, like I've, I've I've I haven't hit the Eastern Hemisphere yet.
2: So say, do you ever make your way around Bangkok? You know, it's pretty rough. Yeah.
1: It's so so like, and what's crazy to me is like, while she was freaking out about this, is on the daily, and I don't because I, I didn't tell her, but she was probably aware is. I I was living in Mobile, I was going to the University of Mobile at the time, and we were doing ministry in uh, Pritchard, uh, which happens to be, well, Birmingham chases it pretty close, but murder capital of Alabama.
2: Okay. Right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And we
1: were in the Alabama village of Pritchard, which happens to be the, the capital of the capital like I've I've literally we were doing children's ministry um and it evolved into uh helping adults get their GED and getting jobs because we believe that education and uh knowledge was a key to getting out of these impoverished areas yeah and to uh if we can get these people uh through high school if we can get these people their GED and we can share the gospel with them uh not only will they be educated enough to get a better job <laughs> to lift them up out of poverty, yeah. but they would have the gospel to also uh, help their moral character. And also, just to be a light, and, and by the way, is if we all lived by the Ten Commandments...
2: Yeah. Wouldn't have anything to worry about. You would,
1: nobody would have a problem, right? You, you would have no insurance. concern anywhere. So, like, moving to Memphis, yeah. Um, I love Memphis. I've been, I love the city, dude. I, I, like, if if I could live in a, in a big city like that, like, think Tennessee, like, where I live in Nashville. No, I'd no, live in I Memphis. I want to live in Nashville. I'd live in Memphis. I love Memphis. And I'm, that's exciting because that gives me another reason just to go up
2: there. And think about this is, you know, I may not drink anymore, but I got some plans on maybe talking to little cumulus station there in Memphis. 98-1. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh. Mm. Get a little Big John up there.
2: Get a little Big John up there in Memphis, maybe. I'm gonna talk to Danny, the... Yeah. The boss man up there when I get up there. You know, get in there. Well, dude, I'm excited for him. I'm gonna try and get weekends up there. I am. I'm gonna be like, dude, I know y'all don't do anything on the weekend. Think about how it's You know, why don't you,
1: uh, let me, like, think of, like, A show, you know, like, you know, Monk has his indies only, and I'm not saying replicate that. No,
2: no, no, that's what I'm trying to do. But, like, like, just
1: think of, like, how you would bring it. Like, if you had a three-hour show
2: on a Saturday night in Memphis, what would you do? Oh, it would be straight jamming, dude. It'd be a lot of Grateful Dead. You know that band I wanted to go see? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk about that. Dude, I was so excited, and the wife shot that shit down. Yeah. She she said she didn't think I could go to a brewery and stay sober. I disagree. I'm like, should I go around the bars and stay sober? I'm like, what's the difference? She's like, I just wish I could go. I'm like, well, you can go. She's like, no, I have to work Wednesday. I'm like, you've put in your two weeks notice. Yeah. Does it really matter?
1: Right, at this point.
2: Yeah, I'm like, who cares? Call in sick. Yeah. And she's like, no, I can't. I'm like, all right, cool.
1: I got some news for you,
2: too. What's that, buddy?
1: Is uh, It's something I should have done two years ago when this first started, ever since I met Ryan Munson. And, uh, you know, he, he caught my heart, and uh, he caught— uh, Well,
2: he's a good guy. He
1: caught my vision. Yeah. And we're on the cusp of my vision being a reality seriously and so um, I hit him up I have all these friends that have started their own businesses in Columbus like um, I'm not going to drop names I don't know if they want their names dropped exactly but they have they've dropped they have uh, quit their day jobs or either lost their day job because of COVID because of COVID and started their own business and they are successful and so what I want to do in Columbus, and uh, we were brainstorming it last night, and it was like, okay, yeah, I'll 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 be a part of that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that. So we wanted to do the event at uh, Munson Brothers, and so what I thought it was one of them is a food caterer, like he does uh, jam up barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, okay, everybody, throw. Uh, Whatever dollar amount you can toward this that you want to, we'll use that to pay for the uh, musicians that we bring in. And it'll be a celebration of Porch Talk moving to the next level. And we'll have food to feed everybody. It'll be great barbecue. And we'll just have a party. And the next phase of Porch Talk is, uh, man, I'm moving toward uh, creating my own record label.
2: Hell yes. Yes. Hell yes, that'd be so cool, and you could do you could promote all these indie artists that have been sending you, sending you stuff for that's right. years.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I mean, just on top of like everything that I have recorded, you know, yeah, uh, from the show, and I mean, that's what we're doing now is we're getting ready to put this put vinyl that record together. out. Yeah, and we had uh, listeners of the show yeah. vote on who they wanted on the vinyl.
2: Kind of upset. There's no uh, Brad Armstrong on there. But this is the only one, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's, by the way, it's not too late. Like, we're still casting votes. Like, some people, like, it's a real estate issue, really. Yeah. Yeah, like I
2: understand that. uh,
1: I went in thinking, you know, I have 24 minutes on each
2: side. 48 minutes. Yeah. And so. Then you start cutting songs in, six, four, three, six, (laughs) eight. That's it. And you're like, oh, shit, this yeah, it, whole side's gone.
1: It fills up fast. Yes, yeah, sir. And so it's like, is one cut of this enough? Is there going to be a part two? You know, is there going to be... And I, that idea is sexy to me.
2: I think there should be a part two.
1: I think there should be more. Because yeah. I was kind of disappointed that, like, it was all male artists. Voted. Yeah, it
2: kind of leaned into a really heavy male artist. It was... a. Uh... You know what was that lady that played the sunstroke? Uh, Sarah. Sarah Shook. Yeah, Sarah Shook. She's awesome, man. Got some great stuff.
1: Yeah, the, but the thing about that is like she she she's been on my mic. Yeah, but she hasn't like played oh, a song. She hasn't
2: she hasn't played a song. Gotcha. Yeah, there's rules. Ah, yeah, that's right. I you know I, I'm not I'm not a rules guy. <laughs> I'm not that guy. i am let us do this shit.
1: But. But that's the thing is, like, I've made exceptions uh, towards that rule is, like, because I've done some phone lines, like, uh, one of the guys that's probably going to be on the record is from, uh, he's from Mississippi, but he lives in Canada. He's in Vancouver right now.
2: Oh, nice. Well, he's fucking cold. And so we
1: did, yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, we did a phone line. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of his music. Yeah. And people voted him on the the, vinyl. And I was like, now listen, you're not supposed to vote that way, but we're getting into technicalities now. let me write him and see what he says and he's down so um I put out a set list, and who knows if that set list will be that way We're not getting in any any kind of hurry. I'm pushing porch talk l l c yeah uh we're gonna do these events to kind of raise money uh for it because I don't know if you know, did you know it's like it's it's not cheap to make a vinyl. No, it's not at all.
2: No, no, I mean, not. No, because you got to find places still willing to do it is one thing.
1: Well, I mean, there's plenty of places willing to do it. I've got three but companies that gotta I'm gotta looking willing, into right you now. You got to be willing
2: to pay them to do it.
1: That's that's just it, and uh, it's a pretty good little chunk. And I um, wish you
2: know there was like a startup record printer company that you could be like, look, man, let's do this thing well, together. I mean,
1: that's why we're 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 gonna throw um we're gonna throw a couple of events to raise money uh, to make it because I want the album paid for. Gotcha. And granted, I, I don't care if it comes out of my own pocket. Yeah. But if it, if it happens that way, just totally, I'm gonna lose my ass. Yeah. And oh yeah. You know, like even selling the records is like just in good faith, and like every musician that is been voted to be on that i've talked to is like they don't care anything about being paid for being yeah. on it
2: okay well that's good but they're just wanting the recognition
1: yeah and and just to be a part of something and yeah. it, it's exposure right
2: yeah but
1: my god I, I would i would like to be able to pay like each record sale be like you get a you certain get a, percentage a
2: percentage of each yeah because you, you had you had foot in the game right yeah you're in you there. got skin in the game yeah, you put your music on. That. See, that's what I think. That's the way I think the music industry should go.
1: And it's unfairly, right? And that's yeah. another thing about, like, my heart and passion about, like, making a label is, like, I've had two people reach out to me, and um, they're both in Alabama, and uh, it's a small town just like here in Kennedy. Yeah. And uh, they're they're fairly good songwriters, and they have a following in that town. And they reached out and said, uh, "I would like you to record my album." And um, I told them, "I was, have you listened to, yeah, what I record? Yeah, it's kind of rough. It's yeah, nasty, It's gritty. <laughs> it's it's real. I like it. It's real. Yeah." So you sure? And, well, that's precisely why I asked you. I don't want it produced. I don't want it.
2: Oh, hey, they just want the sound. They, they want the sound. They want that, the instrument. They they
1: want the way this show sounds. You know, they want it raw, uncut. I, I dig it. Cut. yeah,
2: I dig it. I dig the shit out of it. And uh,
1: yeah, it's selling totally down, so that definitely... And,
2: May have sparked a little fire.
1: I mean, it re-sparked the fire, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because, you know, it was almost like 2020 didn't even happen. Let's be honest.
1: That's the mulligan year, John.
2: It's the mulligan year. 2020 didn't even happen. Okay, so... Every plan that was made, 2019, you can put into, you know, you can put into effect now. Couldn't say the word. It wouldn't roll off right.
1: Yeah. We're 15 minutes in and we haven't even introduced the show.
2: That's our thing, man. I kind of dig, dig it. I dig it, dude. You ready? Whenever you are. Flash
3: arises, We simply this.
2: Come tonight, before you and I, you can hear the gospel, and you don't feel anything. Then you are in your most dangerous position.
1: Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. It is an off the deep end. I have none other than Big John. And as you already heard, the way that we do off the deep end is going to permanently change. So,
2: well, let's not say permanently. Oh, it's just because, you know, the the kid's still going to be down here for a while. So I'm going to have to still come back and hang out with her and do that. And there's going to be time for podcasting in there. You know, there's gonna be. Well, she's over here. Well, hey, Alan, what are you doing?
1: Uh huh. And by the way, uh, she can sit in anytime she likes.
2: Oh well, yeah, she's awesome. Dude. Like, she was quiet. Yeah, dude. And she showed some of her friends the episode. So we got <laughs> we got tweens listening. What up, tweens?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing I don't or know not. If
2: that's a good thing or not. Like I told her.
1: You know, it's as you bring that up, with uh, you know what our demographic is?
2: What's that?
1: <laughs> it, like, Port Salt listeners, like, a uh, vast majority, it ranges from uh, 25 to 70. 20. Like, we are not impacting the youth at all.
2: Oh, well, thank you, so, Zoe. What, yeah. She opened us up to a whole new realm. So,
1: yeah, maybe I need to recheck the algorithm. Maybe if there's a
2: Gen Z pop dude, we gotta you know we gotta slap Zoe on the wrist. Is that what they are? Yeah, she's a Gen Z. -er. So
1: let's break this down because I I get so lost in the mud sometimes. So you have the Millennial, yeah, which
2: eighty three to like ninety three or ninety five. Okay,
1: so I I don't know if those numbers are right. Is Gen X come before Millennial?
2: Uh, Gen X is before Millennial. Okay, okay, yeah, pre. 83
1: okay yeah and that's like for us is like we all wish to be yeah i would like gen to be X. a gen or yeah. yeah so yeah i'm a millennial yeah i'm a millennial and then there's gen z right and then
2: there's the tide Podders.
1: we've the tide Podders, that's right
2: and so those guys the ones that started with the tide pods are turning 21 now they are it's fucking weird you should see it, man. They, they 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 I go you know, I go out still and drink water. I hate I found out something I hate though going out in You know how some places if you're drinking water will give you a plastic cup or a styrofoam? I do. And then you've got some of those places that think they're fancy and give you like a styrofoam. I mean not a styrofoam but like a glass glass. Oh yeah. Or like a double rocks glass to make it look like... you're. I don't like that.
1: To make it look like you are?
2: To make it look like you're drinking or something. Yeah. They'll even put some fruit on there. And I went to... A,
1: Where the hell are you going?
2: I went to the Burning Piano. Oh, they do that thing? Hell yeah, dude. They kept giving me glasses <laughs> of water and...
1: I've only been there once. Like
2: putting a straw in there and like putting a little fruit on the side to make it look like... I was holding the cup and I walked out to the patio and it just felt so close to a drink. I just took the fruit off, sat it on the table, pulled the straw out, slammed the water. Oh,
1: back. oh, that's our game. Yeah. That's the game. That's the play.
2: Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. No. Nope. Took the fruit out, took the straw out, went in there, slammed the water. They're like, you want to refill? And I'm like, sure.
1: You know, that's it's it's not my scene, but the Burning Piano is uh, it's a very interesting venue in Columbus. It's three different cars. That's and that is my point.
2: Three different bars in one.
1: Like, you walk in the door, you got the dueling pianos, and then you walk into the next room, and it's kind of just a room of glass and it's a kind sports of, bar. Yeah. And then you walk outside.
2: And it's like a. Mm, it's a little rowdy. It's a rowdy live music bar. I almost think they. I almost thought they were going to put chicken wire up there for the band.
1: And that's why I believe it works. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. I can't, like, whoop that is like. Okay, everybody kind of knows their place, and it's in a weird location, like right off the military exit, which, Cops, and like, hosted. the yeah, the building, which they have the limo to get people rides home, which is, I think is dope. That's, that's genius. Dope.
2: Yeah, that's genius shit.
1: Um, But, yeah, it's, it's a weird place, and like, no one in that building has ever been successful, so like, I have high hopes
2: for I it. I have high, dude, they've been busting it. They were busy as shit the other night. But anyway, I found out something that I don't like, drinking water in a glass. So I take the glass back into the bar, sit it down. Did you put your pinky out? No. Oh, okay. well, always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, always. Um, <laughs> uh, I was uh, I was standing there at the bar, and they're like, you want a refill? And they did the same shit again. I sit there, and I slam it. You know, I chug it, and I sit it back down in the bar. They're like, you want some more? I'm like, the more you fill it up, the more I'm going to stand here and drink it because I don't want to take it with me. Mm. And they're like, is there something wrong? I'm like, no. It's just, I'd rather have a cup, that plastic cup like what you have. And they're like, well, we put those up after dinner service. I'm like, can you just get me one, please? And they eventually got me one. Yeah. Plastic cup, and I was happy. Didn't feel like I was trying to sneak around and drink some alcohol or something,
1: (laughs) you know. All right. But
2: yeah, what were we talking about?
1: Oh, we're, uh... And guys, listen. Uh, this today is four twenty. I think this will drop Saturday or Sunday. It which is, is.
2: It is. That's right. And we
1: have the. And we're not going to spend any time here. We're not going to discuss it. But no. I do want to bring it up that we had the verdict of the Chauvin uh, George Floyd trial. Yeah. And I'm curious to see what the reaction is going to be in Minneapolis. Me too. Because, um,
2: is there going to be celebration I, or
1: I think there will be, um, more peaceful protesting? Think so. And by peaceful, I mean they'll be looting. Hey, I'm I'm checking eBay, um, I'm looking at the Nikes. Uh, like, holler at you, boy. If you get like a pair, you want to sell a pair? I might buy a pair, you give me a good deal. Like, uh, apparently, like, looting stores is totally legal there. So we, we well we could
2: chip, holler, you boy, size twelve.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, no kidding. But and you know, uh, I guess Kamala Harris said it best: is uh, you know, it's not a thing about color. I mean, it should be we're American, and I'll just leave it at that.
2: At the end of the day, right. that's the way it should be. Right, one hundred percent.
1: Right. And uh, I wish we felt that way about businesses instead of burning them and looting them. Yeah. And uh, I'll leave it at that.
2: Yeah. There we go. Anyway, uh,
1: now we're on crypto. Crypto man. We're gonna take the roller coaster ride. So, John, how long have you known about the crypto market,
2: dude? I swear to God, I wish I would have bought in in 2012. In Bitcoin. You kind of found out quick. When me and Bart me and Bart were sitting there I counting think, the money I be, I at I the princess. Bart, I, I bet Bart has some, though. I bet he does. But, no, we were sitting there, and he's like, what do you think about Bitcoin? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. It's kind of scary. It's not backed by anything. He's like, but it's backed by everything. He's like, it's going to be the future. We should buy in.
1: He's wrong and right. Okay, we're gonna talk about all these things. I'm gonna uh, hopefully uh, explain this in the most elementary way that I can, because like you know I've been posting yeah oh, a, a yeah. lot oh, lately yeah. about oh, yeah. crypto yeah, and I get these wild DMs and uh, people's it's kind of the boomer generation it's yeah like um, can Bitcoin or this cryptocurrency you're so obsessed with uh can it pay your power bill uh directly no, but it can you know, be converted it can be converted to cash, and yes, it can totally pay and but it could pay your house off if you invest at the right time, but hear me out is so bitcoin cryptocurrency uh that became a thing in two thousand and eight yeah. 2007, some say 2009. We're going to cut right in the middle of 2008. And there were these web developers, people that understood algorithms, and they began to uh, mine the Internet, so to mm-hmm. speak. And the binary thing that they were in like I said I, I need to get with a yeah. bit I I've met bitcoin miners but I'm trying to keep this elementary because like every time I try to explain cryptocurrency NFTs or any, it just flies over people's heads so I'm I'm trying to like make this really understandable yeah and I'm not saying that if you don't know what bit crypto is that you're ignorant I'm just it's it's a brand new thing it's brand new although it's been out since 2008
2: well, I'm telling you, dude, I didn't really hear anything about it until 2012.
1: That's when it boomed. That's that's actually when I found out about it for the first time. But, I, I mean, 2012, I was 22 years old.
2: Yeah, I was young. And,
1: and, young, like, and um, I mean, dude, how many 22, 24-year-olds, you know, just... Yeah, I got money. Now, but the thing about it, like, Bitcoin wasn't worth anything, then.
2: No, it didn't. It didn't yeah. But we heard
1: about Bitcoin because, like, it went from, like, being worth, you know, fractional penny yeah. to actually a dollar amount. And everybody kind of turned their head, right? And be like, yeah. oh, oh, what's going on over here? That's working. Yeah. Okay. So these Bitcoin miners is who they are, and I've met two and I've talked to them. And I've i talked to them not really early in the game. Matter of fact, they had already gotten out of the game. They weren't doing it anymore because um, the game kind of changed. Yeah. And um, Bitcoin isn't backed by anything but that. Yeah. And there's articles coming out now, and I'm kind of anticipating this. I don't think. I don't think it'll happen soon. I think. You know they're saying by the end of uh twenty twenty one that Bitcoin will be worth a hundred grand, and I totally believe that, oh yeah yeah, because of inflation and yeah. everything going on with the economy, it's yeah. like how much is the u s dollar actually worth? it's tanking
2: yeah it's damn
1: and um so I mean maybe more than a hundred thousand
2: maybe and so like
1: a lot of people are really looking at it now and they're looking at the dip and they're saying by the end of April it'll be worth eighty grand.
2: That's twenty grand increase.
1: Yes, because right now it's it's fluctuating between like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, the highest it's been, I think, at this moment is I think it shot to sixty five one night.
2: I remember when it was two hundred and fifty nine dollars.
1: That's what I'm saying. Did you know I actually bought some then?
2: God, what if you did? What if you just held on?
1: That's my thing, because like
2: that'd have been a long you know, time it, it, it,
1: hindsight. Hindsight. hindsight it's like man i've um
2: how much did you how much did you let it increase when you sell sold it wasn't a whole lot at that time you know I'm, you was kind of day trading it in a way
1: no not at all i, I was too young and dumb mm. you know i bought some and man. like i would buy some you know like i was in college and yeah. so i get my pell grant yeah. and you didn't use all the pell grant so yeah I would use the leftover and be like, I'll just throw it at this Bitcoin or whatever it is, you know. Because I I was in a bad car accident Mm -hmm. um, when I was 11 and I got the settlement uh, when I was 18. And I paid off my truck, which was the only debt I had to my name. Mm -hmm. And we went on uh, at the Sandpiper Beacon in Panama City Beach, which is my favorite resort. I haven't been down there in some years, but um, I had stayed in there. This was the third time I would stay down there, but I was just obsessed with it. I ended up staying down there two more times. but um, I paid my truck off, and then uh, I asked it all my friends. Cause, man, high school was rough, right? Yeah. Imagine going through high school without teeth and so all the people that didn't give me shit and were my friends like one day I got you yeah and when that day came I bought a room a big ass room at this resort yeah and tiki bar on the beach it's the popper beacon it's dope and um, we drove down there and stayed for I think I think I booked four or five days shit but it was like Just say, like, I mean, I was 19 when I'd done that. You would have been 21. Oh, man. And just imagine what that would have meant. It'd be like, you're telling me that all I have to do is go? Because it was all expenses paid. Everything was on me. Right? Think about the the time that we had.
2: And I would have been 21.
1: Yeah, so you could
2: have... Yeah, I mean, it would have increased the fun.
1: And so, like, you know... And with the rest of that money, I mean that's besides the point that's just it's just fun here yeah is uh with the rest of that money I invested in the stock market i I played it safe and i got uh I went with Woodman of the world if I could go back and play it differently, i would, and I didn't get like into stock necessarily, but I got into stock bonds, yeah. Because like some wisdom in myself wanted to put 60,000 dollars back and just you know in, invest yeah. and, and just let it get interest. And so my eyes had been open to investing at a very young age, almost to the point to where when I was perfectly legal to actually do it. yeah And so when this idea of crypto and all that came around. My mind was totally for it, but when I would invest in it, I'm a college kid. I'm broke. Yeah. If I need it back, I'm going to take it back. And so I've done that multiple times over the years. Yeah. And so, like, we have all these new types of cryptos. Yeah. And, like, I want to break all that down. So I just want to ask you, open this up is tell me what you know about crypto marketing.
2: I just know it's mined and there was a scare when they lost the pin number to the main like Bitcoin account when the person died that held all the like mined bitcoin I think. Oh uh, yeah? Yeah.
1: That's the thing about it. With Bitcoin specifically is uh and it is Chrome. Like yeah. uh crypto and we'll, we'll get into NFT and just how much like internet currency has changed. And that is the way that we're moving. And
2: well, I use Cash App more than I use Cash now.
1: I mean, I do too. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the way to go. I don't either. Uh, the thing about cash, and we'll talk about this more in detail uh, to come, is. If I buy something from you with cash, it's off the books.
2: Yeah, nobody knows.
1: It's it's between you and I. They can track the dollar to a certain extent, but my God, how many hands has that dollar gone through?
2: Well, they adjusted my taxes this year, and I was gonna get back a hundred, a couple hundred dollars. Turns out, I'm only getting back seventy-two dollars. Hmm. Cause they adjusted my income. I took a piss. Yeah. Right. The best thing to do, in my opinion, is hide that shit. Put it in jars. Get your money out of the bank. This is my opinion. Put it in jars. Like they used to do back in the day. I'm telling you. It worked back in the day. It was hard money in the backyard. Cash money. Think about it. in my taxes to the income that was on my, like, social security number. All the money that was linked to it. Yeah. So everything that went through my bank account through Cash App, when I was getting the tips from the bar still, all that money got accounted for. Oh, yeah? Yeah, every money that every cash, ed, like, push positive that went into my possession that they knew about they taxed me on
1: (laughs) yeah man i'll tell you this is uh that's that's the thing and like i come from a judeo-christian background yeah i I believe in the bible and you know christ himself said to render to caesar (laughs) what is caesar's
2: yeah Tax collectors, basically,
1: right, and um, I believe the the way that we're headed is uh, it's not progression; it's regression. And but, like you and I both agree, so I mean, there's no arguing point here. No, I mean, if uh,
2: you for try and forget your past, you're doomed to repeat it.
1: I'm I'm for decentralization of government,
2: yeah, and
1: I don't like taxes, and I don't like my rights being infringed on. And it's kind of, like, sort of, to me, and, like, granted, we're in Alabama, Mississippi, and so it really, it'll hit us last.
2: Yeah, we won't feel it first. Yeah, definitely.
1: But it's definitely feeling like a totalitarian state. Um, Right now. And I don't want to get off on this because um, it it gets so political and it gets people red hot, and I don't care. I don't like
2: that shit, man. It,
1: It shouldn't be, but, like, if, let's just say Facebook.
2: I hate that shit
1: if if I have done my own research now granted like and everybody wants to come at you now and say like you're not a epidemiologist you have yeah. no right to say okay but like I've seen all the articles being put out
2: and I have a brain and I read them you have a degree in sociology right or part of it basically yeah so you Oof, have a right to say sociology
1: yeah. study of people yeah <laughs> yeah I mean yeah mine I've got three degrees but yeah that, yeah that that yeah. is one of them one of them and like a lot of my conversations lately we're going off the of deep end here is um you know I've been having these conversations even when i was a uh a part of' part uh interim yeah. is a better word interim youth minister is uh when I led the uh youth group, I had seniors in the class and you know like You remember being that age? Yeah. Did you know what you were going to do with your life?
2: Hell no.
1: And so what were you going to do? You were going to probably do what the majority did. You know, maybe you had plans to maybe try to go to college. Maybe not University of Alabama or Mississippi State. Yeah. But EMCC or just Shelton State or Beville State. Something.
4: Something.
2: Yeah.
1: And, like, that's that's not the way. And I'm not not being anti- Intellectual. Yeah. Is, man, it just, the higher education right now to me, and like I'm pro education, I'm pro intellectualism. Yeah. But I sound very anti right now, is I have learned more about what I'm passionate about by actually doing it. Yeah. And actually shadowing people that do it better. Yeah. Than I have ever learned in a formal education classroom.
2: Oh for sure. One hundred percent. You learn better by doing than anything.
1: And I mean, you asked me it's like what have you got to show for? You don't have a piece of paper, you don't have a degree. You no. don't have a degree in journalism. No. You don't have a degree in making music. No. Well, most of my favorite musicians didn't even finish high school. Yeah. Or they finished with the absolute lowest Yeah, they did what GPA. they had to do, yeah. Like, yeah, college wasn't really out. even in the books in the first
2: place. Yeah, they're just like, I'm going to see if I can make this music thing work.
1: So, th- that's my thing, is if I was 18 right now, and college tuition continues to go up, all you're doing is putting yourself in debt for... Maybe it's something you're passionate about that there may not even be a job in, and so now you're sitting in. God only knows, maybe ten to eighty thousand, maybe more of debt. Let's just say you're a seven year senior, and I know a lot of people that way.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: And why? I mean, you could you could not be paying for something that. Obviously, you can't make your own mind up, so you shouldn't have been there in the first place. So maybe college isn't the best thing immediately after high school. And a lot of people say, I want to go ahead and get it out of the way because I know I won't go back in a few years." Well, Why nice don't you get through. out in the real world and see what it's about, and then you can make a really good educated decision about? Well, I really hate this job, so I'll. I yeah, I definitely, definitely ain't don't doing do that shit. Yeah, and so. Uh, I've got friends. Let me see what they're doing. And if I think I'm into it, maybe I'll project my future in that direction.
2: Right? Yeah. I mean, if I could go back, I'd like to go back to the fucking ninth grade, dude. That
1: would be... You know, my... I've been so jaded out of the gate that it's... I think, like, I, I'm working on being unjaded. It's like 11th grade, man. Like, I stepped into 6th grade, like, missing my front four. Yeah. On the top, front four on the bottom. And mm-hmm. so, man, I was a stock. And so, like, immediately out of the gate, it's like, screw everybody. Yeah. It's like, you're going to make fun of me for things that were totally out of my control. I can't even help it, man. Like, do you think? I had any control of being an eleven year old going to ball practice, riding in the back of my grandpa's truck, and then there was someone coming out of that dirt road curve on the wrong side of the road and hit his head on. I can't do anything about that. Yeah. And you wanna make fun of me for that.
2: Yeah.
1: Now granted, com- comedy is like and I don't care now, like it's not it's like oh, I've got the chip of the world on my shoulder and no, yeah. it's not like that. Like I lost my teeth. Yeah. But I get that. And so, like, I came out of the gate with a nephew. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I never tried, like, that killed everything for me because I finished ninth in my class, and most of the work done wasn't even done by me. Granted, I probably would have finished higher if I'd done it.
2: Yeah, that's how I think now. If I'd have just done my work in high school, I probably would have done better. Probably would have been more capable for things to come later too, you know. I don't know. I
1: don't believe in happenstance or circumstance, so I believe everything happens for a reason. So I'm thankful for all those things. Oh that have hell happened. yeah, man! And so, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that, but
2: back to crypto. Yeah, back to crypto
1: is so like I've been in and out of Bitcoin for years, and like it's
2: too astronomical to even get into now. You can buy a piece.
1: Bullcrap. Bull crap. I quit I I shut my saving account down at my bank. I was putting fifty bucks a week in there. I put fifty bucks a week at Bitcoin. Oh yeah? You know how much I own right now? Two tenths.
2: Nice. That's that's I mean, that's serious though.
1: And also like I have money put back so when it dips is I might drop one or two hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. By the dip to get my average down. Because like everything is based on average cost. That's how you you weigh your gain. Yeah. And um, so in Ethereum, let's go there. Well, I don't want to get too far ahead of everything. We're we're on Bitcoin. When everything became a reality for me with cryptocurrency, was uh it was new year's eve this is twenty sixteen we were about to step into twenty seventeen I was living in Mobile and times were uh it wasn't going good and uh i just I needed to step away from mobile and I wanted to spend New Year's Eve in foley and I called my buddy, the guy I went to high school with yeah. Uh, best friend, Sid Moore, and I went to Foley. Stayed with him at his house. We went to the Piggly Wiggly, which had a awesome beer selection. We got us a six-pack of uh, like just mixed craft beer, and uh, there were a couple of Andy Gators involved, and we were sitting on his back porch playing music.
2: Those things are dangerous.
1: Andy Gator will mess you up. Yeah. It's like a snake handler. Yeah. you got to be careful with those kind of things. Yeah. But we were sitting there, passing the guitar back and forth, and this is something that I'll say: is, uh, and a lot of people have gotten on to me about this, but I could get on to them as well. Is like, why don't we ever have these conversations about finance as a friend? Yeah. Why don't we talk about? It? Because you never bring it up. Yeah. I'm not gonna just randomly while we're hanging out be like, Bitcoin. Yeah. Like that's so, not that's not how things so, work.
2: So Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I've had it brought up to me that way in the beginning. So, what do you think about Bitcoin? I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm well, it's total BS, people. man. It's yeah. never gonna work. Never gonna work. Yeah. I'm like, they'll shut that shit down. I'm like, the Federal Reserve will never have it.
1: So we're we're passing the guitar back. New Year's Eve, 2016. We're stepping into 2017. We're drinking Andy Gator. and um, I bring it up. I said, man. You know anything about cryptocurrency? I do. I've been following it for some time. I'm invested. Pass guitar, play a song or two. You're invested. Like, do you believe in this? Yeah. This is kind of a new thing. Well, it's been around for nine years, and it's gradually growing value. Yeah. And then people be like, what is the value? It's just binary. It's ones and zeros on the internet that has been mined for. Yeah. And it's a coin, but it's not even anything that you can actually hold in your hand. Yeah,
2: it's not a coin.
1: But then people, like, when you say that, you don't understand the internet. Yeah. Like, we're moving, like, and soon there's going to be two internets. There's already two. I mean, there's going to be,
2: there's already There's the black,
1: the dark one. The dark web. But, Anyway, we're drinking those indicators. We get a little bored. He's like, man, you're talking so much about cryptocurrency. I actually used to work with a guy who used to be a crypto miner. He used to mine for Bitcoin. Yeah. B.S. We go. We go down to the Tiki Bar in Foley. The guy's working. Yeah. We sit there and drink at the bar. Matter of fact, I remember the... It was base Noah's football... Um, Florida State. Who were they playing? Florida. It was a big game. It was a bow game. It was New Year's Eve. It, Florida State was playing somebody. It's twenty sixteen, seventeen, New Year's Eve. I don't remember who they were playing. I just remember watching Florida State, and I remember this was before. Um, You're talking about the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and this was this was before uh, Jimbo Fisher uh, went to Texas A and M. And, like, we were watching that game, and I was like – I remember – it wasn't Sid, but whoever I was sitting by, I was I was telling him that I thought that Jimbo was a great coach, that he, he's just a little shady with everything yeah. that he let happen with um, – uh, I can't even think of his name now. He was a quarterback at that time. They won a national championship with him. Um, he had the stealing crab thing or – whatever it's, Yeah, whatever it was. It's not important, but that that was what was on TV, just to put you in that frame of mind. And the guy got off work. Sid introduced me to the guy, and we got to talking, and he got to telling me all these things. And, like, all these things are just, it just seemed too, it was just too wonderful to tell. It was, it's just immediately like, you're full of shit. Yeah, bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I feel you. And... I remember, like, talking to that guy for, like, an hour about everything. How it worked. Like, what is all this? And, like, who are the people that are investing? And he was, like, at this time, it was real estate people and lawyers. Yeah. We were in Foley, Alabama. And those were the people that that guy was mining for, was people who were already had money. Yeah. And so that tells me something. It's like, if they're throwing into it. Yeah, it's something to throw into there's, it. There's something about it. Yeah. So I left that night calling BS. I'm thinking about it more. Let's and off and on, like I've always thrown in the crypto and let's fast forward it up to twenty twenty. We had the pandemic.
2: Yeah, pandemic. The mulligan
1: year, right? Mulligan year. And Man, just like during the end of twenty twenty, it was around November or December, um, something that happened in twenty seventeen became extremely relevant. Um, I remember at the beginning of twenty twenty, you can go back and look at Bitcoin's numbers. I actually told like an intern that was working for us at my job that I was thinking about taking out a loan.
2: Yeah.
1: Just to buy Bitcoin because it was at thirteen grand. I already had some but I was like, I wanna take out a thirty thousand dollar loan, just tell the bank I'm buying a house yeah. and throw it all in Bitcoin. And then that's incredibly foolish. But hindsight, it wouldn't have been. No, because I could have totally paid that no, off. You could have paid that off, but then something. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, and we were laughing about that the other day. But, um, Doge coin. Everybody wants Doge coin. Doge coin. Yeah. It's Doge. It Doge. was invented in 2017 to make fun of cryptocurrency. Hell yeah. And at the year of twenty twenty, it went from being worth fractions of a penny. Yeah. To actually being worth one.
2: It's worth like twenty four cents now, isn't it? Oh,
1: uh, that's the thing about it. We are on Doe's Day, four twenty, my boy. And uh let me look. It's dipped all day, like at midnight last night, it was worth forty two cents and all day today, uh it has been just consistently uh dropping. I'm curious. Um, it's at thirty cents right now,
2: thirty cents
1: that's right at eight forty on four twenty central time p m it was worth thirty cents,
2: yep <laughs> <laughs> so no shit, but well, think about it though, if it takes off, dude,
1: <laughs> that's the thing about these alternate coins, especially those because Elon Musk. And like a lot of people that are into crypto that people follow, a lot of big wigs, so to speak, is they have, every time that Elon Musk tweets about Doge, it rises and it rises. Price. <laughs> but in the inverse, Bitcoin drops. And so Tesla is already buying Bitcoin. So it's almost Elon talk about Doge. So it'll go up and Bitcoin will go down. So we so can buy, can a buy dip. more. We can buy a dip.
2: Man, and have you heard about the Pi, Pi coin or whatever?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, tell us, you know, tell everybody what's going on.
2: I'm afraid of it too, man. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't like it. I don't like the digital money. I'm a buried in your backyard kind of guy. I don't know if we'll ever leave there. See, I don't, I don't like money. I'm not a money fan. I just want enough to survive. That's
1: all I care about. You know, like my thing is, is if everything crap hits the fan, yeah, is literally van down by the river, and I'm totally satisfied.
2: You See, know, what that's I mean? kind of me, man. I was always like, until, until I got remarried, I was kind of like a you know vagabond, wild beast. Didn't really have an address. I can relate. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. I love the freedom, man. Didn't have a bank... Dude, the radio station... Dude! We gotta talk about this, man. So the radio station (coughs) is the reason I got a damn bank account. Really? Because it was either that or they give me one of their cards. And I'm like, well, I don't want y'all giving me one of y'all's debit cards. And all this. So I made it all the way up to 2016 without a bank... When did I have to get one? I think it was uh, 2013 they made me get a bank account. And uh, from 2008 2013 2008 I made it without a bank account. Just living off cash. That's dope. And that man I wish... 'Cause that's it's getting more and more scarce, you know, somebody that's just got money, hard money. I agree. Like 'cause well, I Well, I mean, you
1: you think about like the Federal Reserve right now and especially like I don't know if you realize it's four twenty. But boo. uh last night is um I mean, did you see what um Joey B did? Was I mean executive order, like it's gotta go through Congress and Senate, but everybody knows it's gonna pass. But um it's a two trillion dollar fund toward infrastructure, but like when you read it it's actually about climate change, and so like it's about uh adding all these electric charge stations all across America and like moving toward more energy efficientness
4: mm-hmm.
1: and like if we're gonna be mindful about energy, you know what we should do? you know a country that ain't doing a damn thing about it. China. Yeah. They said they wasn't going to start until 2040. Yeah. We want to be so energy mindful. I think instead of, well, I think, you know, maybe it is a good thing to, like, uh, spend $2 trillion you don't have and be the leader of the world and that. But um, I would, like, press China to be like, look, if we're willing to go in, you should, too.
2: Yeah, we need to all go in. We've all all the major powers. If
1: it's real, You know, if if this is an actual concern, (coughs) right? Yeah. So, man, like, I don't know. Like, inflation is going to happen. But, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, when I turned 15 or 16, I don't remember. You know, my my parents divorced when I was 10 or 11, but like both of them were very present in my life. I have great grandparents and when I was old enough to have a bank account, they took me to the bank and we yeah. set that up. And like I I got I had good parents and grandparents, man. Like they they taught me how to <laughs> how to be in the society, right? You know, life skills, you know, like how to balance a checkbook.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I had one of those accounts. Yeah, yeah. you
1: know, all, all that stuff. And so, but like with today's world, like we're moving at such a, an accelerated rate right now. It's just like, it's really hard for me to keep up, right? Yeah. Like...
2: Me too, dude. Take,
1: take, take this for instance, is, this is off the of deep end, is what do you know about the blockchain?
2: That is that is you to be buddy,
1: okay, all right, this is a big idea that like I can't unpack completely because I'm still learning but i want i wanna bring this idea to you is if you were to i'm not giving financial advice, i by the way like uh do your own research yeah. <laughs> Like, don't take my word for anything. Yeah. Like, I've been making all these, like, Dogecoin memes and, like, sharing them on my social media and, like, people commenting and DMing me and calling me and texting me. Like, what should I invest in?
2: Everything. Invest. In,
1: invest in yourself and do your own research and, like.
2: Hershey's chocolate.
1: After, after you've done your research, then let's talk. Coca-Cola. Because I'm, I don't want to give you straight. Yeah. You're giving the awful advice over there. I know. But, but, but Nike. Okay. Let's talk about blockchain. Uh, this is going to be twofold Ethereum, which is my favorite cryptocurrency. Okay. Because it's backed by a contract. We can talk about that a little bit. But more importantly, is it's on a blockchain. A blockchain is the internet. Yeah. Blockchain is something that cannot be deleted. And this is something like I delete my own posts. Like, I'll I'll post something, I'll take it down. Post something, take it down. I don't I don't mind it being on the blockchain, but like some of the things I post, like I only want to be present for just like a amount of time.
2: I got you for
1: a sense of relevancy, not of a sense of like I'm embarrassed of it, but it's like I'm giving a shout out to this, and I'll give you and six it's over, and I'll give you six hours to see it, yeah. and I'm taking it down, right? Okay, like it's like talking about a show. Once the show has happened, yeah, it's, it's done. done, kind of thing.
2: I got you. Well, but, let's see,
1: but the thing about the blockchain, and this is the way I want to describe it, and I encourage you to look it up, and like. If you find something different and you don't agree with the way that I'm defining it, let's have a discussion. So the blockchain, I want to start with social media. Is um we're gonna decentralize the web. There'll be and we know there's let's just say there's one web. Let's not talk about the dark web.
2: Dark web's different, it's secret.
1: Yeah. Let's okay, the internet. Yeah, the internet. You you pull it up on your phone, computer, whatever. What yeah. you see. That is centralized. Yeah. Everything that everything has cookies. Everything is collecting data. Yeah. Even like when you post something on social media, you know you could
2: you can pinpoint where you are if somebody knows you know what they're doing.
1: That's that's right. That's right. And so that mm. is it's it's a very centralized idea. The blockchain is a decentralization of the internet, but a lot of people believe that um, because of the decentralization that. It'll be total freedom. And a big thing right now, I don't know if you're paying attention to this, but this is something maybe worth researching and throwing money at this stock. But there are companies that are coming out right now that will protect your... It's not VPN. You listen to a podcast, you hear about these VPNs. Yeah, VPN doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, it is if you need to confuse a IP address. Yeah. But, like, these companies, like... You'll run your social media through them. You'll run your search through them, and they store your data. Ooh, and then what you what is sourced out is not searchable for like Facebook or these marketing teams to see because it's owned by that, that. conglomerate or whatever. That's right. But what are they going to do with it eventually?
2: Oh, they're going to sell it, dude. You know it.
1: Will they, or is that their claim? So like I'm talking about a blockchain. That's that's one example of thinking about this, is like with social media. Like I I love the idea of a decentralization and just take social media, Instagram, Facebook. If you think about this, if you have your two accounts linked up, Mm -mm. is if if I were to share something on Facebook or on uh, Instagram, yeah, is I could click share it Share it on Facebook too. Facebook too, yeah, and so that's an idea of decentralization so that my thoughts are fluid throughout my media. And so what I'm thinking is we all on the internet as, as like you're a a U.S. citizen or where you're a citizen of earth or however you want to put it is you're also a citizen on the internet and you're completely responsible for, Let's just say...
2: Well, that's the way it is anyway, it?
1: In a, In a sense, but not really because you can be banned for your idea. Well, the decentralization is like you could not be silenced because it's yours. You own it. Yeah. It's and out you're there. you're a
2: person and not a...
1: It's like you buyer. would have your own personal website.
2: Yeah.
1: And like whatever I... Your, your whatever feed. What, and let's just say like on my website was my social media and I would write a post... Mm-hmm. Or a video or a photo, and it would go to all my social medias. In a sense, because like if people followed me, they would be on that website.
2: I guess you could save more aspect of your life. You know, yeah, you could have this post about it, then these pictures from it, then this tweet about it. Yes. Are here tweeting about it and post on Facebook, tag
1: yeah. Shit. But let's let's stop right there. Is I mean, does that make sense? Is like
2: yeah, no, it makes sense to me. Yeah, because
1: I'm I'm still learning about it myself and like what I believe about what the future of the internet is, and that, that's the way that we want to
2: think about your metadata as power.
1: That yeah, that's where I'm going. Is like your identity will be sourced out to your website, and then it will be shared amongst media.
2: Because there's no security on the Internet. People can claim that there is, man. But there's even backdoors in Apple.
1: What do you think about Section 230?
2: I'm not familiar with the name, but I'm sure I'm familiar with the, you know, the...
1: It deals with defamation. Oh, yeah. It it specifically deals with what we're going through right now with... uh, Big tech tyrants acting as if they're a totalitarian, Total, totalitarian government. State yeah, is if you say something that is not uh, acceptable by them, that yeah. they will silence uh, silence you, and also delete your account,
2: give you a thirty-day ban.
1: Section two hundred and thirty allows that to happen. Yeah. So, section two hundred and thirty, like, let's just say this is. Um, the New York Times. Let's just say this: Okay. they put out an article that said um, Big John um, did a donut in his neighbor's driveway, in his neighbor's yard.
2: Okay, big time. You didn't. Oh, well, they said yeah, you I did.
1: They said you did. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe the media. I did. And maybe someone did do a donut in your neighbor's yard.
2: And my car was there around the time. Yeah. Or my car was there. And you the got way.
1: pinned for it. Yeah. And everybody began to believe it. That's a defamation because, like,
2: people might attack you or... Why did you do it to burn out in your yeah. neighbor's yard? Well, because it was fun. I mean, I would just take it. I mean, I would be the guy. I, I'm... I'm. Yeah, but... But
1: I, I'm talking about, like... And that's, that's a very ludicrous thing. But, yeah. like, real example is, like, what if... What if it was your business... And like let's just, Strange Brew. Like yeah. have you heard about all that? Oh god, yeah. You know, like that is in my opinion, that's pretty racist. But yeah. like well, at, <laughs> at the same time It's their business. Exactly.
2: Business owner has right to treat their business however but they want to. All
1: these news places write about it. And spin it that way. See, it, that's a public, and, I, and I'm not disagreeing with the way it was spun because it definitely looks that way.
2: And see, that's that's like public, opi- like public news sway an opinion about a private business. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like what they did. That's I'm, not, that, I'm not saying that, what they did right. Section two thirty. And
1: let's just go back to my ludicrous example. Is like, yeah. Uh Big John did a donut in his neighbor's car. What if you got sued by your neighbor?
2: Yeah, well, I mean there's all that proof against me in the eyes what of the law. Proof. The the news article, the that's already got the opinion of my other neighbors saying, Oh yeah, I seen him do it. They always But
1: you didn't do it. it.
2: But yeah, I mean if, if that's how it works though, dude. That's how those kind of cases work.
1: And so we're almost approaching things with the way this thing happens with defamation claims. This is what I do not like, is we're guilty till proven innocent. Exactly. Instead of innocent until Until proven proven guilty. guilty
2: The way it's written.
1: And so Section 230 is a crock of shit. And so with that article, let's just basic back it down. Let's just say that... um, to me personally, and we'll use a uh, a Tim Pool example, is um, you reported that Alan Aldridge performed a backflip. Hell yeah! Okay, and then let's just say that more of my friends confirmed it. Now we're being read, really rudimentary here. Yeah, and all every like three people confirmed Alan did a backflip, and then like this. Big news channel like once again, rudimentary, who gives a damn if I did a backflip or not? But they all reported that I did a backflip. And I can't do a backflip.
2: Yeah, you can. That's a lie. No. <laughs> it's a lie. You said you could.
1: I didn't say no, I didn't. Like my friend said I did. Yeah, your I friend didn't say I, I didn't did. do it. I can't do it. Maybe I could learn on a trampoline. Let's see it. No, I just <laughs> want to see the back. <laughs> you want to see me break my neck? Yeah. So, like, with
2: Stand up with, on the TV,
1: and and I and I hope it gets destroyed, uh, with what James O'Keefe of Project Veritas is doing. He's
2: uh, see, he's, I have been reading up on Project Veritas. He's, he's
1: working on New York Times. He's working on CNN. Um, he's also suing Twitter.
2: And a little accountability. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's all right. Because for.
1: Uh, everything that uh, they're accusing him of is. False. Yeah. It's false. But the way that these news people work is they, let's say Washington Post put something out. And they have reliable sources. They don't even tell you who they are. It was a friend of this guy.
2: See, I always thought the Washington Post was uh, satirical anyway. I I didn't think it was real.
1: Well, I don't know about satirical, but it is a joke. But then like other mainstream articles... And they'll begin referencing each other. It's like looking up something on Wikipedia, which is why you should never be on Wikipedia. It's yeah, like, no. It's it's a shithole.
2: Use it for general knowledge, not real I knowledge.
1: wouldn't even use I wouldn't use it for use it for nothing. Don't don't use it. It's mm-hmm. garbage, but um
2: Well it's it's user edited.
1: Uh depending on the way you view, if you want to be honest. Yeah. But uh like 230, section 230, uh, just wrap this up, is um, if we have our own website, our own IP, or, or not IP address, but we have our own domain.
2: Yeah, our own domain. Blah, 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 internet. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever
1: the future looks like with yeah. social media, is like, if I put a thought out on my website and it went to all of my social media. That is the idea of a blockchain and that that original idea cannot be deleted because it is permanently on the blockchain. And so that leads me to the revolution of cryptocurrency. Um, Bitcoin started in 2008. I do not know for certain when Ethereum came out, but it's my favorite currency, yeah, uh, because it's backed by contract, because it's on the blockchain, yeah, but here's the bust on that is like because it's backed with a contract is let's just say that you and I came to agreement, and I was going to give you an ethereum for moving to Memphis, that will be logged on the blockchain. That I paid you, yeah, an Ethereum yeah. to move or whatever it is, yeah, right. And so
2: you can't see it, but I'm holding my hand. We're
1: trying to decentralize things, yeah, while centralizing it. It's totally traceable, and let's just say that you became somebody that the government did not like, and so the the government am. the government could ban your presence your your ad- web address to your crypto wallet your virtual wallet on the internet to make it to w- whatever is in your wallet is of no value and it cannot be traded and anyone that trades with that person they will be nullified as well
2: dude we have gotten lost
3: I'd like to go when I have to die I'd like to fall asleep in a dream of your mind Drift down Down your canyons They're so vast and wild Snaps, snap in your back, flesh, blood and wine. I feel like I have been around here before. Deja vu. Waking up on the bathroom floor, I've seen hell, and I've seen God, and I'm just fine with leaving the both of them behind. Sleep in your mind for the rest of eternity. Fall asleep in your mind. I like to stay there permanently.
2: gotten lost in social media's importance that's my fear you know I'm afraid well, I mean going. we're already
1: talking about a social credit score yeah depending on what you search for on the internet
2: god I'd be so much porn
1: really <laughs> I don't have that I don't I don't watch it I don't entertain it <laughs> yeah I don't I don't I don't
2: disc in porn
1: Woo! You know what my main searches are? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> it's weird. I'm, I'm a hard guy to track. It really is. Uh, I look up books. Like um, I've been like trying to build my library up uh, with books that I want. And like lately, it's like album searches. Like my I do co- a
2: lot of music searches. My my
1: coworker would be like, there was this album that had a fly landing on a pill. Whose album was it? It's like 90s grunge. And, like, you know, went through a series of searching and. You found it. Couldn't. No, I, didn't, I never found it. But in my mind, I see that album and it's I. It's typo negative. Maybe. May, I
2: think it is. Maybe.
1: Because, like, at first we thought Bush and I was like, no, Bush never done that. And then I was like, it could have been Stone Temple Pilots. No, Stone Temple Pilots didn't do that. That wasn't Stone. And then, yeah, it. Maybe
2: typo negative. It may be typo negative, dude. But
1: those are my Google searches. It's like, just
2: random, like, good luck getting to know me, Google. I try and do incognito mode, but how much can you trust that? I mean... I don't trust it at all. I don't either. I don't trust the internet, man. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we're moving
1: with cryptocurrency with the idea of a blockchain, which... it's, It's a cool direction, but I don't think it is the direction. The thing that is sexy to me about Ethereum and it's my favorite crypto. It's I'm not giving financial advice, but it's what I put most of my money toward. Is it's backed by a contract. You know, Bitcoin, the thing about it, that's insane. And I'm not saying it'll happen tomorrow, but it could happen a week, yeah. year, a month, two years, three years from now. Quantum computing could hack Bitcoin and could just take Bitcoin. And you would think you had one, but you don't. Yeah,
2: you ain't got shit. You got and, and that's
1: the thing. That's another thing that we had to think about as technology advances as we're moving to a new internet. We're definitely off the deep end here. Uh,
2: so far. So far, dude. And we're, we're not, not
1: even in space. space. We're just in the internet. Getting in the idiot- And what's Idiocracy. crazy to me is, like, you know when you lay down at night? And you ever, as a kid, maybe even now, is you lay down in bed at night and you get to thinking about, like, just the the Milky Way, or the universe, or the galaxy, or whatever.
2: I sleep with it on uh, uh, my bed.
1: And you know, like your your eyes are closed, you're dozing off, and then you just let your mind go to space, and then you're out there with the stars. You're you're passing planets. You're it's almost like you're you're on some kind of a psychedelic trip, and then you know that the intense rush of a dream. It is like. Maybe you are falling out of bed, but like, maybe it's that dream. Like you have a baseball bat, like just about to hit you, and you like jump. Yeah. Like there is this sense of you're so small, and when you get to thinking about the universe, it's just kind of
2: <gasps> yeah, it's overwhelming.
1: And like your 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 mind can't fathom it. That that that's the internet.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's vast and growing. It's more vast than we know. Yeah. I mean, not even getting to the dot, .le's and dot .lc and all the dark web stuff. Not yeah. even getting into that. Like, that's a whole different realm. That's when I first started finding out about Bitcoin and when the dark web first started getting big. Is that right? 'Cause you know it was the only way to buy things on the dark web was with Bitcoin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. At that time it was completely untraceable. Yeah.
2: And it still was, it, and
1: still is for the most part.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, there's people that have hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars in Bitcoin. Yeah. Just sitting on it, just waiting. <laughs> I've
1: I know two people that after Bitcoin shot up.
2: They quit their job, and they just sit at home now, yeah, <laughs> I mean trade the stock market dude that did this digital money anything that's easily gotten is easily taken away,
1: and I think that's uh that's a lot of concern for people i I don't know like I can't imagine being alive right now and not having some kind of investment in cryptocurrency. And in my opinion it's foolish.
2: Dude, I'm I'm old school, dude. I hope to die before it's important.
1: I'm not saying that's gonna be the way. Yeah. But like like I told you is like I don't have a savings account anymore. Like I, I use my crypto wallet to build interest. Yeah. Which pays uh last I checked sixteen 16 times more than interest than saved. my bank. Yeah. In crypto, which shoots to the roof every day. I don't and save, again. dude. There you go. There's another thing.
2: I don't save.
1: You live by the day.
2: I live it. I'm living life, man.
1: I'm for it. I'm here for it. Dude,
2: I like it. I like it. I like the freedom. I don't have any fear of the stock market crashing. What I got is what I got. Uh, I don't even like my money being in the bank, man. I'm like, I'm getting, like, as more and more things go digital, the more and more I feel myself pulling back from it. Yeah. Really. Like, honest to God, the more I feel like I'm trying to get away from all that. I can't
1: wait to check on with you when you move to a more urban area.
2: I'll have to get back in it, man. And... Cause right here, I don't have to be. Yeah, no. Like, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm not nervous to go live in a city, like a real city. Cause I've, I've, I've been to cities. I've been to most cities. And, you know, it's nothing, you know, it's just another place. But my mentality is so disconnected. From the modern, the modern way.
1: That's the thing about it. Is, um... Man, we still got 3G in some areas here. Fuck
2: yeah, dude. Like, there, I was driving here from Columbus and lost service for like <laughs> 15 minutes.
1: That's right. That's right. So... It's the acclimation thing. That's the thing I like about doing this show. It's the thing I like about traveling when I go to these big cities is the acclimation. Now, granted, I lived in Mobile for five, six years. And and I'm not saying that Mobile is not a particularly big city by any stretch. No. It's big big for here.
2: Bigger than fucking Columbus, for sure.
1: Yeah. And um, the way you live in a city is different than the way you live here. Yeah. Like here, Yeah. I definitely believe in that, but like, um, with everything that, and that's kind of the point of us talking. it was like, I knew that we could get off the deep end was, I don't know how you'll survive in the future world without some crypto.
2: See, I wish I'd have kept that stuff that those little, those few little ones that I had when I was being stupid. Like I said, those three $250 ones that I had.
1: I have no regret because uh, that was one thing that uh, I've had so many conversations lately. And I thank God that I post those dumbass memes on my social media so that people can interact with them. And like my friends, actually, I had three of my friends that I came up with in high school today like asked me about doge and how to invest in doge and I was like don't
2: don't first off uh, it's too late yeah you've missed the curve
1: you missed you missed everything but like um let me tell you some great apps to download and if you want to take the conversation further I'll tell you what I'm watching but in the meantime do your own research yeah like it's tough and it was like, if, if, if you work an 8, 10, 12-hour job a day, and then you get home, you got a family, when are you going to do it? 3 a.m. And when are you, you going to do it? you You're I mean never, never going to do it. And I so mean, like, that's like me, dude. That's like, when we get down here, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to, I've got epi- I've got an episode I've got to put out Thursday, and then I aim to put this one out Saturday or Sunday. Hell yeah. And it's like, so I have time put up on that because I have to make them right.
2: Yeah, you got to do it. You got to put the songs. And then on
1: top of that, it's like I have other projects I'm working on. Yeah, but like I'm gonna be up till three this morning,
2: and then you got to be up again at five, don't you?
1: I get up at six. Yeah,
2: Jesus. No, dude.
1: Research, research. I'm I'm constantly moving. I want to be in the know. It's like you cannot sleep because everything is moving. That's what I'm telling you. Everything is moving so fast right now. And like, I can't. Not just me; just so many people I know, and so many people out there, are they're they're making a lot of money by watching these alternate cryptocurrencies, investing when they're worth a fractional of a cent, and when they hit a penny worth,
2: yeah, they're you, in
1: there. you get out, and be like, really, man, you throw twenty bucks at something that was worth let's just say 25% of a penny and it becomes worth
2: three cents, three cents. Dude,
1: you, that's a big gain. That's a gain. And you didn't have a lot in. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm telling people is like, don't sleep on this. It's everything's digital. Like all that crap that the federal reserve is printing out. You think we're actually doing those dollars? Probably look at lumber, man.
2: Lumber's so, de- <clears throat> Lumber's so damn high right now, dude. I feel sorry for my buddy that built his house. When he started, lumber was so cheap. <clears throat> and before he was done, they started using substitutes for lumber.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I don't know. Like I'm, I, I, And I don't know. How, how do you feel? Did, did, did we need to go back off? Did I describe...
2: No, you you, you cryptocurrency you okay? To, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I don't know, like, is, cause man. I
1: and I didn't even get into NFTs. Meh. Yeah.
2: well, shit, we still got time.
4: Is this the end? What are we gonna tell the family and the kids? What happened to All the promises that were made Between me and you This is just like Just like death I remember the kid Who protected His mother from his father's fist What happened to him? Did he grow up just to be the same man he was fighting? Cause this is just like This is just like Just like death Try and try to make it right For you and me both day and night Try and try to make it right It never seems to be enough For you and me or anyone Maybe I just need to let you go Cause this is the end This is the end, and it's just like death, it's just like death It's just like like death It's just like
1: Your situation and my situation. We're both after the same thing, and that is to be the master of our own future.
2: Absolutely. To have,
1: to have our own. That's right. That's where we're going. I'm proud of you for uh following your wife to go to Memphis. Sometimes I'm you got to. Excited to see what you're gonna do. I'm happy about what I'm trying to do. And I really want people to back it. Like yeah, if, you, if you believe in what I'm doing, back it.
2: I got you, man. I'm not
1: talking about a book. Like, scribe on YouTube. Yeah. You can write and review the podcast. You can you can share it on your social media. You can tell your friends about what we're doing. That thing. And we can get these stories out. And like, man, like and
2: is it bad? I don't think it's bad at all. This is just like this is Porsche talk, man. Let us know what you think. I want to know what you think. Write me. Yeah, go tell to, us about go it. Go to the website. Go to, like, to my social you are media. You're full of shit, and I'll be like, you're full of Lance Arms. Yeah,
1: good. Thank you, Lance yeah. Arms, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to give a rating to this episode because we got to walk out the door.
2: Got to. I'm gonna give it
1: a solid because I don't believe. In the idea of perfection. But out of five, I would say a
2: 4.6. What say you? I'm going to say a 4.7. Wow. Yeah, out of five Lance Arms. Oh, he's yeah. feeling strong. It is. It's a good one. We're getting out of here. Guys,
1: it's been fun. We're out. Peace. This is going to be featured. Soon, my darling. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um, it was in the 1800s? Yes. A dinner Party. My darling. Maybe the winter won't catch up, and I'll be far ahead. The flu is strong. It's Kennedy, Alabama. I may not make it through March. Oh, hi, March. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. The weeds are growing fast and sturdy.
1: And I think things will be okay. We just have to make it through Easter. Will there be a big
5: frost? The rain is plentiful. The creek is frozen well. The wagons are very, very dangerous. Treacherous beings they are. It's better than the the very dangerous winter.
1: And the vile, vile schemes of Mother Nature.
5: All right, I have to bid you farewell now, for I had to play a game of checkers with Brother George. Brother George can wait. Uh, No, no, Brother (laughs) George is very creative in his storytelling. He is a very wise man of 74 years
1: young. Will you tell Brother George that I think checkers' sucks, and you should play chess? That is a gentleman's game.
5: Brother George is a time traveler. He's very wise. And he suggested that I buy an iPhone X so I can subscribe to Porch stuff? Talk. <laughs> what is
1: this, uh...
5: iPhone commercial? Uh, oh. Uh, I... A uh, U-Phone X so he can subscribe to Porch Talk. And leave and rate the show and review it and tell their friends. Hell, even give him a troll! You may be the pioneer
1: of trolls! (laughs) You could be the porch talk's first troll! Goodbye! (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) You stay well down the street With the brim pool way down low no sound but the sound of a feet A machine gun ready to go hey, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge You seemed. Out of the
5: doorway, the bullets rip To the sound of the beam
1: <clears throat> Another one bites the dust Another one bites the dust Another one gone, another one gone Another one bites the dust This has been another episode of Porsche Talk, and we'll
3: see you next time.